Hey everyone, welcome back to the Sober Now What podcast. And today we're going to talk about the concept of education over persuasion. And really, this is about sales and the question of, you know, is sales good or bad, especially when it comes to service plumbing? And to answer that, I think the question itself is kind of worded improperly because sales in of itself is neither good nor bad. It's all in how you present it, how you use it, what's your intention behind it. If you go into a customer's house and you're trying to scare them into purchasing a new water heater because it's seven years old and it just went out of warranty last year, that's bad. But if you go in there and their water heater has rust at the top on the nipples, it's out of warranty, it's never been maintenanced, it's an older unit... Well, then there's nothing wrong with bringing that to the customer's attention, educating them on what they should have done, the maintenance they should have performed, educating them on the fact that it's out of warranty. And if something were to happen there, there's no drain pan and it could could cause a lot of damage. So you see the difference there. One is taking a situation and magnifying it and using it to scare someone into purchasing a product or... You simply point out the facts, you educate them on the problem, and you present options for solutions, multiple options. That is a big difference. That is not salesy. That is not wrong. That is educating. And that's where this is kind of going at. It's the education over persuasion. We're not trying to persuade a customer, trick them, sales them into purchasing a bunch of stuff. We're just trying to educate them and present options, and let them choose. Uh, Joe Cressera, he's the CEO of Service MVP. He says that you should be like a blackjack dealer. You know, you just deal the cards, and whatever they choose, that's up to them. You are emotionally unattached and indifferent. The great thing is, is if you're providing three to six options, no matter which one they choose, it's good for you. You know, you're providing a service, they're accepting the service, they're paying you, everyone's happy. Another great example was last week, I went to a customer's house who was having problems with their toilet running. I get on site and I start to talk to the customer, start to get to know them, ask them questions, inspect the toilets, find out that they have three toilets. This is after talking to them. You know, I'm I'm there for one toilet. That's That's what the CSR wrote down for the call. I get there and actually, once I start talking to her, I found out that she's had problems with all three toilets. All three toilets have been rebuilt within the past couple of years. You know, all the internals are new. Uh, It's still giving them problems. And so I end up offering them to replace the flapper, replace the fill valve. I explained to her that no matter what, if you were to give me all the money in the world, I could not restore this toilet's flush capacity to what it was when it was first purchased or any even the cheapest toilet now is going to flush better than all three of these 1984 toilets. I mean, I was born in 1984, you know, so that's the 39 years old. That's a long time to have a toilet. And once they start to leak, once they start having a weak flush, there's nothing you can do. So I educated the customer on this fact that, you know, the, the toilet's old. It really doesn't make much sense to put more money into it. You've already tried this path. You've already replaced the fill valve, the flush valve, all that stuff, and it's still giving you problems. So then I say, well, we offer three different you know, ranges of toilets, a good, better, best scenario. 
I give her the options. I show them to her. And you know what? If you if you want to do all three of them, I went ahead and, and gave them the price of the lower tier toilet. So they ended up saving about $100 per toilet if they went with all three of them. And the customer chose to replace all three of them, which in that case was absolutely the right decision if you, they are capable of replacing all three. But what's important to note is that I didn't sell them on three new toilets. I didn't I didn't try and trick them or persuade them and and tell them that if they don't you know, replace the toilet, well, then the, the flush is weak and it's going to cause your line to back up because the toilet's collecting in the line. Yeah, you really should replace these or, you know, these te- those tend to leak. They'll flood your house. Next thing you know, you have restoration out here for six months. No, I didn't do any of that. I simply pointed out the facts, educated the customer, and provided options. And she chose the three toilets. I had no input. I just showed her the iPad and she chose that one. I've had similar situations where customers wanted to replace something like a kitchen sink faucet or a lavatory faucet. And so I used to do this. I used to tell the customer that the cheapest way is to just go ahead and purchase your own faucet, have me come back out, and I can install it. That's going to be the cheapest. And so when I first started, I wouldn't even give them the option to provide the faucet and replace it because I think I'm doing the customer, I'm doing good by them by not selling them something that seems high priced to me. I've since stopped doing that. I since I, I now always offer a good, better, best option, and I offer customer supplied. And I've surprised how many times a customer chooses to just have me provide it, despite the price. You, know, you gotta understand that customers, for the most part, when something goes wrong, they are taken out of their life. They Their life is good. They're on autopilot. They have a problem, a plumbing problem, and it kind of pulls them out of their normal life, and now they have this issue that they need to take care of. They don't like it. They don't want to do it. They're not happy, per se, about it. So when I get out there and I you know, check this, checked their problems, and at the end, I end up giving them a homework assignment to go out, and now they have to pick a faucet out. They need to worry about the style, the finish, all of the these variables that they might just not want to deal with. They have more important things going on in their life where they would rather just pay a professional to have it done for them. Comes with a warranty. They have nothing to worry about. They can continue their life as soon as possible. And it's been my experience that most customers nowadays understand the extra costs associated with it. And most people like just don't want to deal with it. They called you out to deal with it. You're the professional, not them. They don't need, they shouldn't be trying now to track down the appropriate faucet, you know, unless they absolutely want to, and then they can. But we need to at least give them the option to have us provide it, no matter what the cost is. Because at the end of the day, the price is the price because of a reason. It's not because, well, hopefully, it's not because your company is trying to rip off the customer. There's a lot of costs associated with plumbing. And I know sometimes it's, even me, even now, I mean, it's, you don't think about it. The technician is not, they don't know about the behind the scenes numbers, about the insurance and the the 401ks and all of the expenses that come with running a business. So the price is the price because it's the price, not because they're trying, the company hopefully is trying to rip anyone off. All right. So the number one thing to remember about this whole process is that 
the customer needs to trust you before they will accept your your recommendations. You know, you are a trusted advisor. That's the idea. You get there, you build a relationship, you build trust. Okay, so that when you're educating the customer, they trust that what you're telling them is true. They trust that you're not just feeding them, you know, lines to sell them something. And in, so in my experience, one of the best ways to build trust with the customer is to listen to them, to ask questions, make eye contact when you're talking to them. Don't be distracted. Don't cut them off. Let them tell their side of the story. They want to feel heard. If they're telling you stuff like things about a faucet that you kind of already know because you've done this you know, hundreds of times or whatever, let them continue to talk. You don't, you don't need to cut them off. They feel like when they're explaining the problem from their perspective, they feel that it's necessary so that you can understand where they're coming from. And they're right. You know, so build the relationship. It's all, if they don't trust you or if they get bad vibes, if you're walking through their house without booties on, parked on the wrong side of the street, you smell like cigarettes, they're probably going to be less likely to trust what you're saying and want to do business with you. But the thing to remember is the whole education over persuasion system doesn't really work if you're only giving them one option. It's crucial to be able to give them, I don't at least three, maybe more, especially if your company's offering maintenance programs or anything like that. But always try to do at least three options, even if you don't think they're going to pick the top option. I mean, I can't say how many times I've created options and thought the customer would never go for the top or the middle or whatever, and they surprise you. And they will uh, they will go with the more premium options, some people. So don't make the decision for the customer. Don't take away the, their privilege of deciding for themselves what they want. They just need to know what they can choose from. And as service plumbers, it is our job to give them options and then be able to explain it to them in ways that they understand, answer their questions, and reassure them that they're making a great decision. Sales, when done properly, is great for both people. It's great for the sales guy, and it's great for the customer. It's a great experience. It's a great service. Sales is not evil. The intention behind the process is what is evil, if you had to define something. All right, to kind of sum it all up, we get there, we park on the right side of the street, we have gum, we wear booties. We call the customer by their first name, ask them questions, get to know the history of the house. How long have you lived here? Have you had any other plumbing issues? The history that they provide will give you an insight into the types of options that might fit their particular circumstance. You know, we leave and create the options away from the customer. We don't we don't give them prices on the fly because different options, if you different combinations, the prices are different. You know, so we want to have our presentation ready to go and we and willing to answer any questions as they arise. And really the idea is before you present the options, that's when you educate the customer. You talk about the different types of toilets before you show them the different types of toilets. You talk and educate them about the different types of water filtration before you present them with the options for different water filtrations. And then once you're done, once they have you have answered all their questions, you step back and you let them make the decision. And whatever they choose, for one, it, it holds them accountable because they're the one that chose it. 
If you are just giving them one option, an, an ultimatum, and they reluctantly agree because it's either that or nothing, there's a higher chance for buyer's remorse afterwards. Whereas opposed to if you give them three to six options, they are educated, they ask their questions, they know the details and why each option is constructed the way that it is, and then they make that choice for that premium option, well, they just took responsibility for it. And so the likelihood of buyer's remorse is severely reduced. And if you ask me, this is one of the most important techniques to provide great service and to create an experience for the customer where they tell their friends about you, they call you back, and uh, it's just a, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you in their house. That's what we're going for. We're going for the, a great customer experience. You leave, they feel educated, they're confident in the choice that they made because they were educated, and they'll call you back next time. All right, well, that does it for today's episode. Uh, I would challenge you, if you're not doing it, to start thinking about three options for every call that you can give the customer. If a customer wants a fixture replace, try and offer them a solution where you go purchase it, no matter what the price is. If you think it's ridiculous, okay, still offer it. And you may very well be surprised at what they choose. Uh, garbage disposals is another one. I offer four different levels of garbage disposals. And like I said, you'd be surprised how many times they go for the premium or at least the mid-range. In fact, I used to offer only Badger 5s, and since I've offered three to four options, they hardly ever choose the Badger 5. Most everyone wants at least the mid-grade. Joe Corsaro would say, be a window, not a door. <laughs>